Welcome to the Transformation Church Weekly Follow-Up Podcast. Our goal is to help create context and drive conversation to learn more of what God has for us. Now, let's join our team as we get to follow up, break down, and gain deeper insight into this week's message. Hey guys, welcome back to the Transformation Church Weekly Follow-Up Podcast. I'm Justin Oswald, the Executive Pastor of TC. Back with me again today is our Lead Pastor, Brad Livingston. What's up, guys? Good to be back. Another week, another sermon, another follow-up podcast. And um, uh, actually, it's not just another week. It's the beginning of 2020. Yeah, it is. Kicked off a new year. And we're, we're two days late on the podcast this week, so um, if you're we watching ap- us we live, uh, two days late because of the holiday, and if you're listening to us, same thing for you, two days late. So Yeah, a week um, and two days late. Well, we didn't do last week, so right. yeah. We're yeah. nine days late. Well, yeah, so um, <laughs> thanks for uh, bearing with us. We wanted to take, a, you know. We wanted a vacation too, y'all. Yeah. So. We vacated. We vacated. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, it's been it's been crazy around here. Uh, cr- Christmas services, uh, Christmas by the Bay, which was incredible. Christmas by the Bay was cool. Great event. If you missed it, you missed it. But um, yeah, great event. It was a good time, and uh, yeah, and a lot going on. A lot going on, man. So last Sunday was the last Sunday of the year, but since then it has now been. New Year's has happened, so this yep. is a recording on January 2nd. Wait, yep. no, it's, yeah, I don't know what day what it is. What day, I don't even know. I don't know. Yep, Just January 2nd, that's what it says. 2020. I was, yeah, this is the Mondayest Thursday ever, and yesterday was the Saturdayest Wednesday ever. The Saturdayest Wednesday, it, that's true. <laughs> like, the whole time I thought it was thought it was Saturday, I was like, we got church tomorrow, it's going to be crazy. So, um, but, all that to say... Um, coming back. off, what's that? I said we back. All yeah, I said, we, we back. back. Hey. If you're watching us live, um, in the comments, if you got any questions or comments or anything, just drop them, drop them in the comments, and we'll try to reach those. If you're listening, um, on on wherever you listen to podcasts, glad you're back. That's it. That's it. So we wrapped up this past Sunday, the last Sunday of 2019. I hey was yo, sick. Justin was. Everybody was sick. Everybody was sick. Listen, I like. I feel like it. I mean, it wasn't a third of our dream team, but it felt like a third of our dream team was throwing up in the bathrooms, like going homesick. Justin, you there for what, fifteen minutes? I was there maybe a little longer than that, and then I thought I was going to be coming back. Like I left way before even the rally, our dream team rally. Yeah. Um. So even when I was leaving, I told Karen, I said, "Um, I'll be right back." Was my words, and I don't live too too far from the, you know from the church from the theater um but i was like you know you need home court advantage when you're going to be barfing if at all possible (laughs) (laughs) you know so i was like i did not feel good i I, and but for me i don't think my i still don't think mine was like a stomach bug going around i think mine was something from like food poisoning dinner yeah Yeah. the night before um nonetheless i uh, told karen i was like i'll be right back and i thought i was just gonna go home for a little bit and i'll be back in time for service yeah second service or something at least Yeah, yeah didn't happen um so yeah, I was I was sick. Unfortunately, I always feel so nice. bad. I always feel so bad. Um, yeah, when I'm sick and I'll have to not be there. But yeah, it is it what, is what it, is. it is. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. Everybody was sick. I know our boy Eli was. Eli was sick. Throwing up. He's throwing up. Savannah. Savannah. Yeah. Throwing up. There's a couple other people sick. I'm like, first of all, as a pastor. Part of me is like, what are y'all doing here? Like, go home. Then the other part of me is like, thank God for people that are that committed. We <laughs> yeah. love every one of you. So, 
Um, as long as it's, if it's something contagious, don't come around. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No the doubt. flus are going yeah, around, but yeah, you know. I got a feeling it's like food poisoning or something. Some but, who knows? But yeah, nonetheless, this is our last Sunday. Last Looks Sunday, like twenty nineteen. Pretty, pretty good day, from what I can tell. It's a good day, man. Just um, getting finishing up our uh, God with Us series. Yep. Um, and so, yeah, it was a good time, man. So, got to uh, excuse me, got to you know deal with the last part um, uh, of that. Of it was a Christmas series, but even though this past Sunday was after Christmas. We were still finishing the, finishing the Christmas series, and this past Sunday wasn't exactly a Christmas message. Um, a little more to it than yeah, yeah, than that, you know. Good stuff. So, I'm, are you glad all the holidays are over? You have <laughs> no idea. Well, you probably do actually. Well, yeah. yeah, I am I, too. I I told I was telling my family yesterday. Uh, me and my wife Ashley went with Pastor Dan and my mom. We all, the four of us went to breakfast yesterday. You know, we're, we have a family vacation coming up and like, I was telling them like, I'm almost frustrated that I have to go on this family vacation. Not like upset or angry, frustrated, but just like, I feel like the last five to six weeks have been so chaotic that I'm ready to be back to my normal routine. And now I got to wait one more week. To like, cause I love what I do. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't wake up and go like, oh, I gotta go to work today. Like no. those, those things don't happen to, to me. Um, or I, I should say us, I know you feel the same way. Yeah. Like, you know, like we love what we do. And so I'm so excited to get back to like what we do and like the routine and the, the grind in a healthy way. And like all those things, like I'm just super excited about that. And so to have this vacation, like, well, you know. On top of, you know, leading up to even before Thanksgiving, there was three weeks in a row that you and then you and I were out of town. Yeah, I was out of town. Not for- the whole week, but for three weeks in a row, there was a period of being out of town. I was, yeah. And then two weeks before that, there was another week. Like for me, I've been traveling for between October and December. I was out of town for almost six weeks. Not straight, but. Not straight, but, but yeah. just like on and off. I'm just yeah. like. I'm kind of yeah, kind of traveled out. I didn't yeah. miss a lot of weekends, but the week like throughout right. the week, man, just and we had our staff retreat and all that stuff was good. But yeah, there was three yeah. days here. Oh yeah, and I totally forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, we were in Birmingham, Atlanta. But I did get to meet Simon Sinek. Simon Sinek. Sinek. They I always want to say Sinek. I always yeah, want to say Sinek too, but it's yeah, he says Sinek. So yeah, oh, Birmingham, so. Atlanta, New York, and Kentucky. Yeah. <sighs> Oh, yeah, I forgot about you went to Kentucky. Yeah, that was a couple weeks before the big, all the other trips rolled in. But, yeah, it's just crazy. So um, I'm just ready to be back to, like, my routine and us moving kind of forward with with the vision for 2020. And so I I am looking forward to it. I don't want to, like, give one, like, the wrong impression. I am looking forward to being with my wife and our family on vacation. It's going to be a good thing. It's just one of those things where I love what I do. And so I I am anxious to get back to it, but I will. I'm going to enjoy – a few days in the mountains with my wife. I'll be back next Sunday. I'll be I, preaching Sunday. I but. had the opportunity to be in the mountains. I'll be be there now. Yeah. I left yesterday. Oh yeah, my dad yeah, and all right. them went. And they invited. Yeah, right. They invited us, but I was like, I just had. There's, yeah, I didn't want to. There's a lot. I, I just. I'm kind of in the same boat. Like, yeah, you yeah. ready to like s- settle in? Yeah. So. Uh, so yeah. So. Here we are, 2020. 2020. We got 2020 vision oh, for 2020. <laughs> so lame. Sermon, I could Series 2020 vision. Yeah. Boy, look, every, uh, 
No, never mind. <laughs> it's so corny. Yeah. But nonetheless, let's let's uh let's talk about it. It's hey, the Roaring Twenties are back though. Uh, hey, that's right. Postmodern well, jukebox should be popping right now. I told everyone this morning. Yes, it is 2020. But I told everyone this morning oh, that we're God, not this thing. We're not technically in the new decade yet because there was no year zero. So we're in a new year, and it is 2020. But the new decade's not for another year. I don't know how you. I, yeah, there was no year zero. My mind doesn't want to process this. Well, but do you wait for a full year? Yeah, to say year one. Like, do do people wait for? Well, like, if if are they saying we're beginning our second year? Or, like, on the second year, do they celebrate the second year celebration? They've moved into the third year. January 1st of year one. I just wasn't around to be able to. There's no year zero. uh, Yeah. I'm just saying, like, once it was all the way through. That's one. It's year one. Yeah. But are they on year one? Yeah. Or do they celebrate at the end of year one? And if they celebrated at the end of year one, then technically year zero would have gotten a year. No. (laughs) Uh -uh. There's no year zero. Year, so, year one is the first year. Yeah. Year zero can't be the first year. I don't want to think about that. What do y'all think? Chalk your comments. I don't have the, I don't have the mental capacity for that right now. Wow. So, no, nah, it was, uh, it, it's 2020, whether Justin likes it or not, it's a new decade. Well, it's definitely 2020. It's not a new it's, decade. It's, it, whether Justin likes it or not, it's a new decade. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's a new year. Uh, new year, new me. New year. <laughs> Yeah, we put out a My 500 today. We we didn't do My 500s last year. Um, we had taken a took a break from it. We did. Um, Let's explain that for yeah, the new people. Yeah, so uh, for those of you, maybe you're new to TC or new to the podcast or new to all the things that we're doing. Um, so every week for 2018, we posted something called the My 500. So where one person uh, that was in leadership of the church would write 500 words or more. Um, so my 500 or more words, you know, but not, it's not like a, we try to not to get too crazy with it, but, uh, 500 or more words where, um, of just whatever they want to talk about that day, like kind of like their own personal, like blog almost, but we posted on social and, uh, so my 500, we posted on my, so we're doing it again this year, but we're doing a monthly yeah. this year. And so I posted, we posted our first, my 500 is from me as the pastor, uh, and just talking about you know, challenging everyone to step up to the reading plan because we're doing a reading plan this year. The first time we've always had a reading plan connected to different sources, but we just didn't push it really hard. And we decided this was the year that like to, to make it a point, we're going to put it everywhere. It's on our Instagram. It's on our Facebook. It's on our website. We're talking about it. Like I'm really challenging our people to, to step up and cast a vision for, um, quite frankly, the idea behind dream again for 2020. So the vision for 2020 is dream again. And we want to encourage every person in the church that listens to us, that watches us to dream about what God wants your life to be like, um, whether it's professionally, whether it's your career and your education, whether it's your family, uh, whether it's your faith, like all these areas, what is it that God wants to do in that space? Not is not, what is it that you want? What is it that God is encouraging and moving you to dream about that could be possible for your family, for your career, for your faith, for all those things, um, and, and step into those spaces. So, um, the, we've got the reading plan and we know that the Bible itself has to be a good portion, um, of what we digest 
to be able to hear from God on where he wants to take us. Yeah. So many people are looking for like a prophetic word, but they're not reading their Bible. A prophetic word supports in scripture what God has already communicated. So a prophetic word points us in a direction of something that the scripture supports. But if you're looking for a prophetic word, but don't have any scripture to digest, then you're going to be falling into heresy, which may or may not be happening a lot right now. <laughs> well, well, yeah, well, yeah, but, but to that, there's so many dependent upon your, you know, theological background or kind of even denomination like there's so much like extra biblical is the term i use it's mm. like you know these new i need a new revelation it's like maybe we just need to read the word more it, it, and i think that's what you're saying like exactly because a prophetic word will line up with that it's not like right the, you know, the difference between a, a, a prophetic word and a pathetic word <laughs> is whether or not it's rooted in scripture pathetic Hashtag. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, I mean that's that's the the reality is like there's so many people out there right now, um, big ministry leaders and people that a lot of people are listening to right now, and the heresy is getting really deep, really fast, um, and we're dealing with it right now. We may pop up on a different podcast talking about it soon, but um, and so we have to be mindful and aware to be digesting God's word on a regular basis. Because it is only then that we can get revelation for where God wants to take us. If you're not getting revelation from the word, it's going to be really hard to get revelation for your future, for your purpose, and what God wants to do in you. So um, people say all the time, it's like, I just want to hear from the Lord. It's like, well, there's 66 books worth of hearing from the Lord. If you're not starting there, don't expect him to show up uh, over here. Say it. So people want want to, you know. Now, Now, that being the case, we decided that it would be healthy and beneficial to provide an avenue Correct. to accomplish that. Yes. So, so the, the Bible reading plan that he, that he mentioned is, you know, it's, it's on our Instagram and Facebook stories every day, yep. every morning you'll find it. Um, it posts, uh, and there's a, there's a little, uh, devotion and then there's some scripture references. It's four or five scripture references and Usually we're, we're, yeah. yeah, we're going to walk through the Bible, the whole Bible in, in a year. And, um, so it's you, a new Testament passage, old Testament passage of Psalms and a section of Proverbs. Yeah. And Passion you can also find it, uh, transformationchurch.com slash Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find it there, but we're going to just post it as an easy place to your social. That's, you know, people reach for their phones in the morning. They pull up Instagram or Facebook. It'll be right there in the stories. Easy. Yep. You can screenshot this scripture references if you want to or whatever but um uh yeah i've I've done it these two days yep um so yeah it's kind of cool you know so so it's it's one thing to say that it's important for people for our people as as you know pastors in the church you know to say what needs to happen but uh we wanted to put actually put some make an avenue for people to accomplish that yeah 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 and so that's put some resources into it you know, for sure like so uh so yeah join us for the the bible plan yep so and you can check out the my 500 it's on instagram and facebook uh facebook yeah. has the full full version of it so um feel free to check out the my 500 it's just talking about you know why like what what's the why behind reading the bible and and how does it get us to where god wants to take us and who god wants us to be um so you can check that out and so my 500s are posting daily reading points are posting we're kicking off 2020 in a big way um and this sunday is going to be our first sunday of 2020 and and have every intention of kicking that off in a big way and kicking off the series dream again uh for the year which has a whole um vision behind the year for the for the um 
direction of the church and talking about dream again. Um, and so there's just a number of things popping, man. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be good. So uh, if you're watching us on Facebook, if you're listening to us on the podcast, any of those things, man, make sure that you look into, um, make sure you're there Sunday. If you can do it, if, if you can be in the building Sunday, be in the building. If you can't, man, I know a lot of you guys watch us from out of town, you listen to the podcast, just make sure you tune in because um, we got some good stuff coming your way. So it's going to be a good time. And one one last thing before we kind of move on into the, the, the message from Sunday, um, for those of you listening and watching that call TC home. Yeah. Um, there's a new tool that we have out there. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. It, it, on your, on your either Android or your iPhone, um, search the, the church center app. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once you download that app, you will, it'll prompt you to you know, type in our church or your zip code and it'll pull, uh, you'll see transformation church, click that and it'll kind of set it as your home church. And that's just an easy way. It's like a central hub. Yep. Where uh, giving, all your giving is in one place. Um, all of our small groups. So if you're a part of a group or want to see the group directory is all there. Um, the One of the coolest things to me is the family check-in, the kids check-in. Yep. You can pre-check in your kids and all that on your way to church um, and then print the labels when you get there just by scanning your, your a QR code. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can do all that. Um, and then any events and stuff we have coming up, it's all in one spot. So it's kind of like yeah. it's kind of like your central hub if you're a, um, a member of the church. or I, yeah. I, I use the word member loosely. If you call TC home, you don't have to be like a quote-unquote a member. But if, right. if we're your church, um, it's, a good, it's a good tool. So it's called the Church Center app. Download it uh, from your app store. Yep. Awesome. That's it. That's it. So um, we coming off this past Sunday, we, again, we wrapped up the God with us series and we, this title of this message was God with us. Um, but it was, we approached it from a different angle. Um, and I mean, we've gotten great feedback on, on this past Sunday because uh, we are con- trying to continue to encourage and really the goal for 2020 is to get back to a few things that I think we've historically been pretty good at. Um, and this message was actually kind of the starting point, even though it was at the end of 2019 on helping us get there, um, which is this idea uh, uh, of God with us, uh, but again, differently. So Matthew one twenty three is was the theme verse for the whole series. Yeah. Um, and Justin, you want to give that to us? Yeah. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. Yeah. And so, um, this idea that it really truly paints this picture of like, God goes with us everywhere we go. Right. Um, and Luke nine is a story, um, 56 through 62. There's this story about how Jesus is traveling and as he's traveling, um, he has different people come up to him. And so one of them says like, I, you know, uh, as they were walking, it says, as they were walking, one of them walks up to Jesus says, I'll follow you wherever, wherever you go. And Jesus looks at him and he says, you know, foxes, foxes have dens and birds have nests, but the son of man has no place to lay his head. Um, you know, and then a second man comes up to him and he's like, I'll follow or uh, Jesus looks at another man and says, follow me. And he says, I will, but Lord, let me first go bury my father. And he's like, Jesus like, man, uh, let the dead bury their own dead but you go and proclaim the, the, the kingdom of God. And then the third person says, I'll follow you. And he says, but first let me go back and say goodbye to my family. And Jesus responds, no one who's, uh, puts a hand to the plow and looks back is fit for the kingdom. And, uh, and so Jesus is uh, essentially, <laughs> Jesus is going out of his way in Luke chapter nine to talk people out of following him. He's kind of telling them like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you think you want this, but this takes a little more than what you're willing to <laughs> to put up, you know? Um, and so, uh, what we were, what Jesus wasn't, Jesus wasn't trying to disqualify anyone in Luke nine. 
what he was trying to help people understand is what it took, what it took not to be qualified as a person, but what it was going to take or what it might cost to be a follower of Jesus. Um, and so he's giving us, uh, you know, some pictures here when he does this. But the reality is following Jesus means, what do you got, Justin? He mean, he gets to lead and we get to follow. Yeah. It means he gets to lead and we get to follow. And we talked about, we talked a little bit about pizza on Sunday. I don't know if you saw that part. I did. What's your favorite pizza? You're a sausage guy. Like, like toppings? Yeah. I, I like sausage. I, I like pepperoni. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I just find, um, especially in some of the local places that are like New York style pizza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I find when pepperoni, it's just really greasy. Oh, yeah, Pepperoni yeah, makes yeah. it greasy. Um, I would just prefer not that. So I'm a sausage guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like pepperoni. I like cheese. I would do just plain cheese even. Facts. Um, I'm not, I, I agreed with you when you were saying like, you're not into the Supreme, the vegetables and stuff. I, I do like onions sometimes on certain pizza. Yep. Um, like depending on where it's from, depending on where I'm getting pizza from, I have different things. Okay. Right. So lay it I, on me. I'm not a pizza hut fan. Well, pizza hut to me is my, is, is, is the Taco it, Bell of pizza. It's the least favorite. Um, it's good. It's just not great pizza. If I'm gonna do Pizza Hut, I'll do thin crust. I don't really like their regular pizza. Um, that's just me. I know some, you know, whatever. I rock with um, stuffed crust. But um, like Domino's is not my favorite either. But if I do order Domino's, Domino's like real close to my house. Oh yeah. Um, that I can swing through. I can order swing through the drive through in like ten minutes. You yep. know. Um, I'll do a thin crust, and I like the sausage and onion. But um, yeah, I'm a sausage guy. I'm green peppers give me heartburn, so I don't rock with that at all. Like on Supreme and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm really not a. So we got this. We, we, you know, we got a number of good pizza spots around here. We really do. Sky's Pizza, Graffiti Pizza. Graffiti's off the chain. Graffiti's so good. Sky's um, good too. I, I, I'm, I'm gonna have to roll with Graffiti. Yeah, so uh, as to my favorite. Yeah, they're both good, bro. We went to Finar's Brothers after Sunday because we talked about pizza, so we went to Finar's Brothers and got pizza. Man, listen, me and uh, Ashley got like a salad and some raviolis or something. So me and Brittany Simon shared a pizza, bro. That mug. Fenar's Brothers got some fire. I forgot pizza. about their pizza. It's their pretty pizza good. is so good. Which one was it? They have a white. I think they have we a white just, pizza. We got just a plain pepperoni pizza, and you could taste the mozzarella cheese was so good because it wasn't overloaded with stuff. Yeah. So it was smack, man. That junk was super good. But I was oh, go ahead. No, I was all that to say. Um, the there's one place in Pensacola that has a pizza that I'll eat the onions on, and it's Ozone's Ponderosa Stomp Pizza. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ozone's good. <laughs> Ozone, the barbecue chicken is a Ponderosa stomp is what it's called, but it's barbecue chicken, onions, onions. cheese, chicken. Yeah, like, it's good. Chicken. But, uh, bruh, that mug, I'll eat the onions on that. Don't care. Whatever. Like, Yeah, Ozone's good. It's it's unique. Um, it's a little thicker for my yeah, preference it, to eat all the time. Yeah, it's a heavy but, crust. But it is good. Yeah. Um. So there's that. I have not had East Hill pizza I have, um, and they say it's pretty good. Apparently, it's the same new owners, but same recipe from the one from from the old one back in the day, whatever, um, or that was there forever. But it's pretty good. You know, it's pretty like because it's closer to your house. Oh yeah, it's real close. I me. would never go to East Hill Pizza. Well, yeah, strictly because I would so far. Yeah, number one, if I'm driving that far, I'm going to graffiti. Secondly, um, if I so if I'm driving that far, I'm going to feed. I got to go past guys to get there. So that, and it's right down the road from Ozone's. Like I, so 
whatever. Literally but, right on the road from us. But it is good. It, it's good. I mean, it's not bad. It's just like, uh, whatever. Yeah. So. We won't tag them in this. <laughs> we will shout out graffiti or something. Graffiti is good. Yeah. No, East Hill Pizza is good. It's just not anywhere close to me. So it's like. Yeah. Yeah, it is close to me and I haven't had it. But. And I'm a creature of habit. What so. about Giorgio's? Giorgio's. Giorgio's is is good. That's, that's really close to me. Like I can be there at twenty seconds. <laughs> yeah, Giorgio's is good. Um, I like. It's one of the few places that I would I like to get the meat lovers at. Is at Giorgio's. Giorgio's is, is good. Giorgio's to me is very similar to um, Fenar's Brothers in, in their flavor profile. I'll agree with pizza. that. So uh, except Fenar's Brothers got Euro meat that they put on their pizza. Yeah, I can do without that. But they got that at they got that at Giorgio's too. Though. Do they? Yeah, yeah they got the whole thing that just spins. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, they got that there. Giorgio's on the come up. Not been like that. I don't know. Yeah. But um, yeah, Giorgio's I like good. I like a good pizza. But you know what I do a lot? Tombstone. <laughs> I, lo- <laughs> I love. To- you don't like Tombstone? You crazy. No, I'm just kidding. I love Tombstone frozen pizzas, bro. How much is a Tombstone pizza? Anybody? Well, I tell you. How much is it? Go swing through Dollar General. Ah, it's a way better price. How They're much like is four it? and change or five. Four change, less than five. Hey, man, got a little Caesars up from my house that'll cook that no, mug sir. for me. No, 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 no. Listen, don't come sideways at that hot and ready, y'all. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't want that. We, I, do, I do like hungry Howie's though. But we keep a coupon on us at the Livingston House. Is a hot and ready with breadsticks for five dollars. Man, it's whatever. But no, yeah, hungry Howie's the flavor crust. Listen, let me put y'all on to something. Y'all, don't, y'all ain't ready about that. I changed Juwan's life with this. Okay. He'll probably pop up in here and jump on camera on the mic and say he agrees. But um, if you get, you can get the single topping pizza. It used to be four ninety five. Now they're playing out. games. Yeah, 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 now it's like $7. Single topping pizza, get pepperoni. Then get Cajun and butter cheese on the crust. Yeah. Man, and then get ranch cups. And dip that Cajun butter cheese crust in ranch. Nah. Smack. You ain't uh, whatever. I don't want to dip. Uh, listen. This will change your life. We need to address how much people use ranch. Okay? You can address it all you want to. We ain't trying to hear it. There's way too many. Not trying to hear it, are there's we? There's way too many dipping stuff in ranch these days. Ranch we is just del- ate wings and I dipped it in ranch. Oh, I did that too. It's delicious. But sometimes <laughs> we get overboard on. I don't know who we is. Society. You got a mouse in your pocket. Y'all getting Society. overboard. I'm not getting overboard. All right, so, back, so back to it. What happened with I'll pizza? I'll dip a flip-flop in ranch. Y'all ain't ready. <laughs> so, uh, so that pizza, yeah, Cajun butter cheese crust on the pizza with a ranch cup. Change your life. But you're going to need something to drink, though, because it's hot. That and Cajun surely this deal. ties into the message. Absolutely. So what we were talking about, <laughs> what we were talking about on Sunday um, is this idea that you can have like if if you if you were gonna eat order a pizza at graffiti we 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 went together not too long ago with some of us right yeah you said let me get a pizza with what for you it's sausage right sausage yeah for me it's a, let me get let me get a large pizza with uh, pepperoni right that's that's how that, we order yeah right but what's the most important thing it's not the pepperoni or the sausage because you could you could have a pizza without the pepperoni you can have a pizza without the sausage. Right, so obviously the most important thing in this scenario is the pizza, and what we were talking about on Sunday is like it, it's that phrase, pizza with, and you can put whatever you want after it as long as you got the pizza. Well, it's the same phrase, God with 
us, but it's understanding what's the most important out of that phrase. Mm-hmm. And so many times we think we're the most important. Mm. So we think like it's God with us. So it's us, 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 my preferences, my needs, my desires, me, I'm leading, I'm going, I'm in charge. I'm the one. And it's not realizing that we're the accessory to what God is doing, not God being the accessory to what we're yeah, doing. Yeah, that's good. And so it's God with us the same way it's pizza with whatever else, you know? And so it's just that similar phrasing and understanding that, man, I, you know, I'll take, well, you can put whatever, whatever meat you want to on the pizza. I'll probably eat it. Gyro meat, ham, bacon, pepperoni, salami, sausage, Italian sausage, hamburger meat. Don't care. I'll probably eat it. Barbecue chicken with onions. I'll even eat onions at that point from ozone pizza. But so it doesn't really matter as long like, but you got to have the pizza to put the thing on. It's true. With our life, you got to have God to put whatever it is you're trying to accomplish into a possibility realm. So it's God with us, not us with God. You know, so so, where, where's the emphasis? Right, exactly. In the statement. Where's the emphasis in the statement? And the emphasis has to be on God, right? So, um, you know, so we, we, we really dug into that a little bit. Um, but then we talk about this idea that following Jesus will test what you treasure. Yeah. Um, and, and so like understanding that following Jesus is the goal. Being with Jesus is the goal. It's not being with Jesus so that you get things from Jesus. It's, it's being with Jesus. Like, um, you know, as we educate young men, um, uh, you know, at our church and in leadership and just different aspects, you know, we talk to them about being connected whenever they get ready to date about being connected to more than just one aspect of a young lady that they're trying to pursue and are attracted to. Right. Just her just being beautiful and attractive. That's if that's the only thing that you have going for you or that she has going for her, that, that may fade over time. You may lose interest in that over time. Like there are things about that, that that just doesn't last forever sometimes. And same for young women looking at men, like, you know, so it's not to say like all men just are ruggedly handsome for eternity and women lose their beauty. Like it happens to everybody, men, women, whatever. But we talk to him about it a little, sometimes. And we, and we reference the idea of like falling in love with more than just their looks, like about, uh, you know, who are you compatible with? Who are you talking to? Just some of those things. All that to say is, uh, you know, with Jesus, like with these young ladies, it's like, you don't go to them just for this one thing. Like you, you know, you fall in love with every aspect of who they are. Right. And so you, their personality, how, you know, who they are. Um, sure. If, if, you know, you can be physically attracted to them, but do you connect with them on an emotional level? Can you connect with them on an intelligence level? You know, do you have conversations? Do you have fun? You know, me and my wife talk about it all the time. Like I married my best friend. Like I don't laugh with anyone more than I laugh with my wife. You know what I mean? So, uh, she, she, uh, I can get on her nerves better than anybody. Um, and so like we're, we're best friends and that, that is super important. And with Jesus, it's the idea of like, man, we, sometimes we come to Jesus, but we don't come to Jesus to get this one thing, you know? Um, now we're constantly encouraging our young men in our church, like, you know, sex isn't an option until marriage, you know, right. we, we believe the scriptures in that. Um, but trying to remind them of like, yo, you, you don't, you don't just marry the girl to have sex with her. 
Like that's not like you marry her because this is someone you spend the rest of your life with. Same token, like you don't just come to Jesus to get things from Jesus. You come to Jesus to be like to have Jesus to be connected to, uh, you know. God, you, you, you come to Jesus to have a divine connection to the sovereign hand that created the universe and spoke life to existence that created a purpose within us and brought redemption to this earth through the blood shed on Calvary after the perfect life, the death, burial and resurrection that overtook our sin and shame and gave us access back to the father. Um, that is who we're believing in, not so that we can get a car tomorrow. Yeah. Like not so that our career, I believe in Jesus because I want a better career. That's not believing in Jesus. That's just hoping Jesus will be a candy man for you. That's prostituting the gospel so that you can get something great out of it. Right. And so like, it's this idea that Jesus is better than, and you can put anything after the than. Jesus is better than whatever marriage you want. He's better than a career, better than a degree. He's better than the life you thought you were going to build for yourself. He's better than that job, that car, that house, that income, that bank account, that yacht, that boat, that whatever. Yeah, it's the whole, uh, like, God or Jesus is greater, the greater than sign, you know, yeah. and then a blank. Yeah, filling in, everything. You know? Yeah, and so it's, it's that idea that Jesus will test what you treasure because what you treasure has to get tested. And that's what happens in Luke 9, 56, you know, verse 56, and, uh, or verse 58, and verse 60, and verse 62. We see it over and over again. Um, you know, verse 58, he's talking about, like, he tests the home. Do you love your home? Do you love your home more than you love me? What if I told you to give up your home? You know, do you love your family more than you love me? What if I told you to give up your family? You know, mm. do you love whatever it is that you've built on this earth more than you love me? What if I told you to give that up? And that's what it was going to cost to follow me. Would you still do it? And essentially that's what he's doing in Luke nine. He's saying like, if you, if you want a home more than you want me somewhere to lay your head, you're not going to make it. If yeah. you, if you want your family more than you want me, you're not going to make it. If you want, if you want something that you've built in your past more than you want me, you're not going to make it. Like in Luke nine, he's essentially saying, he's not saying you can't have a home. He's not saying you can't have a family. He's not saying you can't have a career or a degree or a marriage. And he's not saying that he's saying, do you love me more than you love any of those things? Do you want me more than you want any of those things? Um, and he's testing the things in our life that we treasure. Yeah. And would you give it up if he asked you to? Right. Cause a lot of people go the opposite. Like, mm -hmm. you know, it's like, you know, unfortunately we see it and what we do I'm is it's like, you know, people are really trying to get close to God when they're in a hard place, mm. they lost a job. Then they finally get a new job that God blessed with. And then they MIA for six months. You know, it's like, so true. You know, it's like, unfortunately that, that happens a lot. Yeah. You know? Um, but yeah, it's like, it's almost like it was the reverse. You gave up, you gave up God for those things instead of giving those things up for God. If he asked you to. Yeah. No, and he doesn't always ask you. I mean, he doesn't no, no, that's always not always the case, you know, but the thing is, is what do we treasure? Because he tests what we treasure, you know, and that's, that was the main point, uh, of, of what we were understanding, you know? Um, and so, and in that, just talking about where's our attention, where's our focus and how do we view what, what our life looks like? You know, I talked about walking my boys. I take my dogs for a walk every morning, every morning, unless, I didn't do it yesterday. Actually, no, I did do it yesterday. So I, we walk our dogs a lot. We got two hundred pound pit bulls at the house, big boys. And uh, if they don't go out over a certain amount of time, they start acting up. You don't want two hundred pounds of pit bull acting up in your house because they haven't been out in a little while. So I don't, I don't want two hundred pounds of pit bull in my house at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, Justin uh, is a cat person. No. So. <laughs> 
I'm just kidding. Full stop. All you cat people out there, we love you. I'm just kidding. I mean. I love you, but I don't love your cat. There's a chance yeah. that, you know, cats are demonic, but <laughs> I just said chance. Stay calm. Stay calm, cat people. I know John, our creative director, him and Savannah are cat people, but um, they, apparently they their cat acts like a dog, though. That's what some, a yeah. cat person would say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no. So I'm um, allergic to cats. That's my yeah. where it stems from. But. So we got uh, we got two dogs at the house. Anyways, we're talking about how we take them. Uh, you know, I take them for a walk all the time. Now, um, they're strong, man. I mean, they're, they're good dogs. They're they're great dogs. Yeah. Um, but, but they're strong. Yeah. When you take them for a walk, if they want to go somewhere, if they decide they're going to go somewhere and you're not ready for it, you're going with them. Like, yeah, I don't like that. Full stop. You know, now they don't do it a lot and they don't take off after like another dog or a cat or nothing like that. Like Volcom, alpha male. If he decides he wants to pee on a mailbox and it's over to your right. If he, you can see him going if you're walking him. But if you were looking to the left at the shutters on this house, like, oh, those are nice shutters. He'll yank you out fast. He's just strong. And, uh, and so we were just talking about how. A lot of times what it looks like in life, and you can go to the full sermon to get the full breakdown on all this, but what we were talking about on Sunday is this idea that a lot of times we feel like we try to put in our mind that we're taking God for a walk. And every time he goes to do something that doesn't look like the path that we've created for ourselves, we feel like we're getting yanked around. That's good. But the truth is, we're going for a, like we're on the walk with God. We're on a journey with God, not God on a journey with us. God is sovereign over all things. God is in control. God and his providence makes things happen for us um, or for his glory. And sometimes we are the benefit. Uh, we benefit from that. Right. Um, but he makes these things possible. Um, and so you only feel like you're getting yanked around like that when you think you're the one in charge. But when you fully surrender to the fact that God is in charge and you're just on his leash, essentially, not in a negative connotation, but understanding he's the one that's taking us on a journey. When you surrender to that, it becomes a lot easier to move in his directions than feeling like you're getting yanked around. That's essentially what we talked about uh, on Sunday. Yeah, I'm going to say something. <laughs> I'm not going there. Oh, boy. No, keep moving. So, uh, and that kind of landed us with, you know, that, that third point. Um, yeah. Following the path guarantees you are close to the person. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, we talked about in Luke 9, 51 and 52, 53, actually, all, all through those. Um, what we find out is that Jesus had already looked, Jesus had already sent the disciples ahead. So they had already gone ahead to Jerusalem. They had already gone ahead to find out if he was going to be accepted in the town. Um, and he wasn't. So Jesus isn't declaring, oh, if you want to follow me metaphorically, then you, you're you not going to have a house. You're not going to have a family. You're not going to have anything. He was speaking directly to these people, knowing what was ahead. Um, and he was saying, listen, we're going to a town who has already denied me. Like we're going to this place that's already denied me. So if you want to follow me, you're going to be following me into that denial, into that unacceptance. Um, and so what we were talking about is uh, you can, if, you, if you're on the path, you can be close to the person of Jesus. And if you're close to the person of Jesus, you don't need any of the other things, you know. Um, so that was, that was the, the gist of Sunday, you know, that it's really God 
with us alongside him, not God with us doing whatever it is we want to do. Right. Um, it's good. Yeah. And we talked about a few things we can hit these real quick before we, you know, as we, as we wrap up today, but, um, you know, we talked about some of the next steps, you know, we want to encourage you guys, some of y'all signed up for them. We've been contacting you, letting you know the different things you can do. Um, you know, if you're a new believer at TC, we want to make sure you get baptized February, February, February 22nd. We're doing baptisms. We got grow track kicking off this Sunday. Small groups are kicking off this Sunday. You can join the dream team and get connected, start serving. Um, and then we talked about healthy steps and some of them we've already covered, but, um, worship one, serve one on the dream team, taking the 2020 test. We've actually gotten a lot of feedback on the 2020 test, man. So I'm excited about how God's going to fulfill, you know, his, his promise and blessing for those that are going to start tithing and giving regular and becoming generous with that. Yeah, no doubt. Um, and then we talked about our Bible reading plan, but in, and lastly, we want to make sure it's on your radar. 21 days of prayer and fasting is coming up. And that's a big one. We want to make sure that you guys know about that. So January 12th through February 1st, January 12th through February 1st, 21 days of prayer and fasting. Um, It's going to look a little different this year than it has historically in the past. You know, usually we meet at 6 a.m. at the office and we do all those things. And and this year we're trying to figure out how do we how do we create more participation? How do we become better this year for our 21 days of prayer and fasting? Um, and, and so we, and participation meaning understanding the bulk of our people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so it's, That's it's, a good it, point. it's very. It, I just for for clarity's sake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very hard for you know we have so many um, young families and stuff. You know, just the demographic that's the of, the of the majority of our our church is made up. Um, that six a.m. It's not that they don't want to come; it's that they can't come. Yeah, they're getting their kids on the bus. The whole deal. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so we're we, we're uh, trying something new to switch it up to try to accommodate um, to accommodate everyone who wants to participate participate in prayer, but can't necessarily be here with us at six a.m. So, um, yeah. So we're taking it taking to social media to accomplish this. So. Um, so on our Instagram and Facebook accounts, we're going to be posting every day. Um, I think at 6 a.m. Um, is when we're posting. Um, so you can watch a personal devotional video for one of our staff members. Um, and then we're actually going to give you a prayer topic as well. Um, and so then we're going to give you information on, on what to be praying for throughout the day um, so that you can do this in your personal prayer time um, through Monday through Friday. Um and so that you're, you, we want what we want to do is we would rather have the majority of our church praying from home than only 12 to 15 people praying at our office. So yeah, that's the thought process. If you can't join in the morning, you know, on your Just lunch break, whatever, video, whatever. Yeah, so it'll, it'll be there for you to, to participate in yep, no doubt. Uh, whenever you can. And then we'll all come together on Saturdays at 9 a.m. here at our offices um, yep. and all that, we'll, you know, will be on our, uh, our website. Um, mm-hmm. All that information with our address and everything. But so we will still collectively come together at 9 a.m. and pray together. So, um, that would be something for the parents and stuff. You can even bring the kids. Um, yep. let's, let's, I mean, it's I, cool to teach the kids. What I'm, glad we do. You, yeah, I'm glad you said that. I think that it's so important, man. Sometimes we like, oh, I can't come to that because of my kids. What else should your kids be seeing you do? Like, I try to tell parents all the time. I'm like, listen, parents, let your kids see you worship. Yeah. 
Let your kids see you read your Bible. Let your kids see you uh, pray. Like, teach them that. So, those things are so important. Now, if you got seven kids and they're all under 10, I could see how that might be a little difficult. But, you know, you got one, two, maybe even three, and, you know, you and your spouse can roll in. Like, man, I encourage that. Especially on the older side. You know, yeah, if you got kids, yeah, 11, 12, 13, 14, oh, especially that, but yeah. even like, you know, I could see it'd be hard bringing a four year old or five year old or six year old, but oh, yeah, no you doubt. got a you got a eight, nine, ten, third, fourth, fifth grader because yeah. they're even getting close to gonna come out of our elementary kids' church into the student ministry, and at some point, you know, it's great for yep. them to see that. Um, so yeah, bring bring them by all means. It'd Love be, it. We cool to have them. So we're gonna um we'll have a time of worship and then um and then a little a little kind of devotion and then we'll do corporate prayer together. So we're still gonna do that on Saturday, everybody together. But through the week, man, um just so everyone can everyone that can that can participate, um you'll be able to catch it on on Facebook and Instagram. So that's that's see cool. You. Yeah, it's yeah. gonna be awesome. Love to see you. So yeah, man, so many things popping off. We're just excited about what God's doing and uh, what He's gonna continue to do. So. Um, man, we appreciate you guys tuning in. Yeah. So, Thank you guys. We appreciate it. You can find more about uh, us as a church, transformationchurch.com. And make sure you, well, if you're watching us online, you're already on Instagram following us, but follow us on uh, Facebook and Instagram at Transformation Pensacola. No doubt. And uh, so we appreciate it, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, we'll catch you guys next time for another week, another sermon, another follow-up podcast. See you guys. Thanks for tuning in to the Transformation Church weekly follow-up podcast. It would mean so much to us if you would subscribe, like, and review on iTunes. You get double points if you show us love by sharing it with your friends. Don't forget, you can follow Pastor Justin and Pastor Brad on Instagram and Twitter at Justin Oswald underscore and at Brad Livingston underscore. You can tweet them your questions and comments or email them to us at followup at transformationchurch.com. For more info on Transformation Church, visit us online at transformationchurch.com and on Instagram and Facebook at Transformation Pensacola. We'll be here next week where we will help create context and drive conversation to learn more of what God has for us.